Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Thursday afternoon to everybody out there, everybody who is celebrating a great day in Husker Nation uh, because Husker Volleyball has a chance to continue themselves, uh, move on to the tournament, try to get to Omaha. They're in a battle right now. We'll update you on that in a second. We also have uh, news of of interest here. Um, Nebraska is going to host a transfer quarterback, not only a transfer quarterback, but a three-year starter at Georgia Tech. So that's kind of very interesting. Jeff Sims uh, is his name. Six, he goes 6'4", 220. He'd have two years to play three. 23 career starts played in the first or started the first seven games for Georgia Tech this year. Missed the final five games due to sprained foot. Um, so we'll break into that. Very interesting. What does it mean for Nebraska? What does it mean for Casey Thompson? Um, because that doesn't sound like a backup type of role that Jeff Sims would be looking for. Um, but uh, let's first welcome in Rico and get caught up on what's going on with Husker Volleyball Hello. taking on Oregon, the Pac-12 champs, right? Uh, Pac-12 runner-up. Runner Stanford, up. Okay, Stanford okay. is the Pac-12 champ. Oh, that's champs. right. Well, I forget Stanford. Stanford is a thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, Nebraska had about a four-point lead in this fourth set. They're up two sets to one. Oregon on a little bit of a run, just served the ball out. So Nebraska is currently down 22-21 in this fourth set. Again, they lead two sets to one if they can figure out a way to win this set in which both teams are just hitting amazingly. I believe both teams are hitting over 300 in this set. Um, If they can figure out a way to win this, they can avoid a a winner-take-all fifth set and uh, get a little extra rest before uh, taking on the winner of Louisville-Baylor who play 30 minutes after this one. Wow, and that's not going to be any easier if they do no, move no. on. But man, what has the, what have the first uh, few sets looked like? Are they pretty competitive? Pretty close? Getting into uh, uh, the you know? first set was was a little uh, Nebraska defense heavy. It looked like Oregon came out a little sleepy, a little tired, as you would expect. You know, it's eight a.m. where they're from. Um, <laughs> you know, starting a ten a.m. match, so they came out a little sleepy. Nebraska's defense was on fire early. Uh, second set went to Oregon. Their offense, which is fourth in the country, woke up. They were hitting extremely well. Their freshman, um, let me find her name again because I fr- I forget her name. Uh, their freshman Mimi Collier, uh, just just going on a tear right now. She has twenty two kills on fifty seven swings, only five errors. She's she's hitting almost three hundred uh, in the match. Uh, Nebraska's defense trying to figure out a way to stop her, but they're holding everybody else on the Oregon roster uh, outside from Nunaville and Nunaviller and Collier are really tearing apart Nebraska's uh, defense. But other than that, Nebraska's doing a really good job on the rest of the Oregon offense, but it seems as if they're going to those two. Oregon now with set point number one up 24-22 in this fourth set. Wow. So we will continue to give you updates on that. It's It's been competitive. Of course, it means a lot for Nebraska. Usually they can turn it on at this time of the year. And the Final Four is in Omaha. And Nebraska, obviously, man, that crowd in Omaha, if Nebraska is able to get there, will be fun. It'll be fun either way, but it'll be red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if Nebraska gets there. 
it'll be crazy if Nebraska can get to to Omaha once again. They've been in Omaha multiple times when the Final Four is there. Um, if they can make it again, it'll be it'll be wild. They'll have to face more than likely Wisconsin in the uh, Final Four semifinals. But again, they got to get past Oregon first, and then the winner of Louisville Baylor if they can get past Oregon again. Oregon's up twenty four twenty two set point in this fourth set. Uh, if they win this, they go to a winner take all fifth set. Uh, also, as of note, uh, former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett uh, has uh, come to the forefront, maybe for the Stanford job. We talk about Stanford volleyball now transitioning to football. Um, so I, I think that that would certainly be interesting to see Jason Garrett on the college sidelines. Other headlines from today, Jacquez Yant enters the transfer portal. He becomes, uh, I believe, the 11th player to enter the transfer portal um, uh, you know, since the, it's opened up since the end of the season. Of course, IGC also in there, so a total of 12 scholarship players in the transfer portal for Nebraska, as I, I don't think IGC has found a, a, a home yet. So uh, Not we'll quite see yet. That goes. Um, crazy, uh, just as far as um, I didn't expect to see this. Jeff Sims, of course, among many starting quarterbacks entering the transfer portal, um, and uh, he was a starting quarterback at Georgia Tech. I was talking about this briefly. He's expected to come into Lincoln this weekend, uh, along with a lot of other. I mean, it's a big recruiting weekend for Matt Rule. We've talked about kind of the slow start, maybe for him, as as many see it after this weekend. If they can nail down a few of those guys, um, then that would be huge. Malachi Coleman, uh, Cameron Linhart, former Nebraska commits, going to be in town this weekend. Tristiano Alvano, mm-hmm. um, the the kicker, of course, from so that West would Side. Be a big one. Jalen like Lloyd, also from West Side. Yeah, Jalen Lloyd. Got the, It's the, a big, star. big recruiting weekend. Elijah Judy, the Texas A&M defensive lineman, but yep. it's just got even bigger. Earlier, we we learned Ajani uh, Cornelius. Uh, the Rhode Island offensive tackle, one of the biggest offensive linemen in the portal, was going to be visiting. He got like 20 offers in the first like 10 minutes he was in the portal. Yeah, he's 6'5", 3'10", obviously a two, two-year start at Rhode Island. And I know you can you can mock Rhode Island all you want, but then on the other hand, you say, well, we want, we're going to get guys out of Juco. Well, Rhode Island, <laughs> you know, is just better than Juco. Level, exactly. So. And he's only allowed one sack in like 500 uh, yeah. 500 snaps or something along those lines. I don't know. I don't know the exact, but he's only allowed one sack in a whole bunch of snaps. Yeah. So in, in impressive stuff And Nebraska clearly needs offensive linemen, but I just, I, I didn't expect them to see and, until we heard it from Casey Thompson, um, them go after a starter in the portal. That's what this is. This is not, this does not look like a depth piece to me. Jeff Sims no. is a three-year starter at Georgia Tech. His stats might not blow you away. Remember, he's playing at Georgia Tech. Who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from the, from his entry point, I'd have to go back and look at when they've been transitioning from the from triple, the triple option. option offense. It's been a few years now, as as their uh, coach has even been fired through that for, oh, through yeah. that transition. Um, but he has four thousand four hundred sixty-four yards. Um, 30 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. Notable about him, also a he's a dual threat. Oh, 1,152 yeah. yards on the ground, 11 touchdowns running on the ground. That's a starter in the portal. What do you that make is, of it? I, I, I'm going with they are bringing him in to visit and looking at him just to keep their options open in case Casey Thompson doesn't come back. You don't want to wait for him to make his decision and then not have a backup plan, not have anybody in the works for if he decides not to come back. So you bring quarterbacks in, you bring people in, you look at him, you talk to them, you gauge their interest, 
And then you try to see what Casey Thompson's where Casey Thompson is leaning. Is he leaning towards you know maybe another transfer? Is he leaning towards going to the NFL? Is he leaning towards coming back? You you try to figure out exactly where he stands, and then you make your decision from there. Because again, you don't want to be left out on an island if he decides to leave and you weren't talking to any quarterbacks. Yeah. Because then you're going to have to get you know the best of the rest and not you know the best of the best the guy that you you know thought this guy will fit our offense. Well, guess what? He already committed to you know so-and-so college so I mean it's I think it's just keeping their options open I don't see it as you know Casey Thompson isn't coming back just yet I see it as you know Casey we know you you have options and we we want to keep our options open as well keep in mind if Casey does return he'll be 25 next year Um, that is a guy that has NFL dreams I don't I don't know if, you know, I don't think he'd be drafted or anything, but he'd probably get a look if he went out now. Um, maybe if he comes back, puts himself in a better situation. Certainly, you know, he'd have to have to uh, have a heck of a year mm-hmm. for teams to start looking at him at 25. But we've seen the Brandon Whedons and the hey, Chris, it could Chris Winkies get looks before. Um, of course, those guys, again, at a different level in college than Casey has mm-hmm. been this far. Um, but it could happen. And, and, you know, I mean, if you look at the last two games for South Carolina and, and uh, um, Spencer Rattler, if Casey Thompson can have, you know, get the offense off the bat and have, you know, somewhere close to that every single oh, yeah. game, like that'll put him on the map for <laughs> NFL teams right away. It's Especially with with a more pro style offense. And so, because I, I just say that because I know that's his goal, uh, and he also, uh, I think last year was saying he had to turn down nil offers. So the nil problem, yeah, he have a thing, pro- that won't be a problem. Yeah, no, he got money because he had to focus a little bit more. Or I mean, he is just a guy that is hyper focused on football. Mm-hmm. So it, it got to the talks. point with enough nil, um, you know, opportunities. It was like that was going to take away from his football prep. So. Mm-hmm. He decided to turn it down. It's hard to turn down money, uh, but uh, if it is ultimately toward the goal of getting to the NFL, it's understandable, and certainly Nebraska would be in great hands if he came back. Uh, I think you're right. I mean, I don't think this is signaling that Casey Thompson is is going to leave or anything, but it is it is interesting. Jeff Sims, um, his skill set is interesting. Skill set's very interesting because I don't I you know I, I you know based on the stats, he seems like an okay passer. He seems like a pretty good passer. Uh, seems like a really good rusher. So does that signal? You know, uh, I, I know that at at Baylor, Matt Rule was kind of an RPO kind of guy. So. Is, is he going back to that? Are they going with the pro-style offense that Satterfield likes to run? Um, it, it's very uh, very interesting to look at the skill set that he has and then look at the, the offensive coordinator and the head coach and, and try to gauge exactly what kind of offense they're going to run. Because, I mean, you look at Nebraska for the last couple of years, they've had mobile quarterbacks. So it wouldn't really be going too far away from the, – the fans would kind of be used to seeing what he has to offer. Yeah. And uh, former Georgia Tech coach, by the way, Jeff Collins was the coach at Temple. Uh, he was one of the guys after um, a- after Matt Rule left. So maybe that's the connection that you see there. Maybe still kind of uh, staying in connection. That's where uh, you maybe get a look for Jeff Sims. He's definitely a guy that's going <laughs> to land somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska taking a look. Not something I expected to see, uh, but it makes this this recruiting weekend all the more interesting uh, as we move forward here. We'll, we'll keep continue talking about this. we got to get to break. Uh, we'll also give you the update on Husker Volleyball as Extra they're points. taking on Oregon. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tight one. It's a close one. So maybe by the time we get back, we'll let you know if they win that fourth set and move on. Uh, we'll have all that coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 